Fantasy Film 101 with Christopher J. Garcia. And Gary Ross is a director I'm not a huge fan of, but I understand a lot of his work as being referential to the times in which he lived. And what's amazing about Pleasantville is just how great a story it is, mixed with how fascinating the fantasy is and how amazing the technical aspects are. But I'm going to sort of focus on the fantasy aspects. And the story is basic. It is, by means of a magical device, two kids are brought from their world into a world of magic into a world where things are different and unrecognizable to them, and their presence leads to a massive change. This could easily have been done in the early 1900s, but the differences, of course, one, the magical device is a remote control. Uh, The world that they go to is Pleasantville, a television program akin to Leave it to Beaver, uh, maybe even Mary RFD, sort of an idealistic black and white town. And the changes they bring with them are the modern world that we know. They bring sex, they bring color, they bring large beds. And there are more questions all over the place that becomes very different. And there are all sorts of references to the world events of the 1950s and 60s. And there are some fantastic performances, most notably, I'll point out, the fantastic Joan Allen. Joan Allen was easily at her best this in this film, because he was, well, frankly, dope. <laughs> uh, she just killed it as Betty Parker, the mom of, the pleasant the mom who keeps Bud and Mary Sue who are actually David and Jennifer from the real world going. What's fascinating here is that the way that the film goes, you get it, they go to a black and white world, and as time goes, interactions, emotional interactions, which is an interesting point that I'll come back to, bring color to the world. And the process they use is phenomenal. Actually, they made it all black and they shot it color. They made all the imagery black and white. And then they recolored the various uh, color aspects that need to be added in, which is a hard way to go about it, but it's also understandable. The beauty of the story is in the, the way in which the changes to the town don't necessarily seem for the better or the worse. It seems for both. In a way, it's not the idealistic little town that it was when they started, but at the same time, it's not the stuffy and staid little town. And a reading of this film could very easily be that two monsters came from from another world and destroyed the ideal that they had. That's a perfectly valid reading. I don't necessarily buy it, but I definitely see where it comes from. It's a phenomenal fantasy film, and it's one that I've spoken about a lot because I think it's one that we should be considering uh, for the National Film Registry. It's one that I believe that should be taught more as an example of the fantastic and how the simplest of traditional storytelling methods, the strangers coming in and messing everything up, that's, this is a beautiful example of that.